Welcome to Cosmic Explorations Podcast, curated by the cosmos, narrated by Veva Cristina. Hello! Exploring the universe in and of us through a cosmic storytelling of astrology, an ancient love language of the soul encoded in our DNA and recorded in our charts. In cosmic explorations, we like to play with an embodied invocation of the zodiac energies, which are archetypal representations of life and various qualities here on Earth. Through your incarnation, and therefore a unique earthly manifestation of the higher consciousness, your energetic blueprint is a masterful mosaic of all of these energies. Which means there's a wide playground for us to explore. So, I want to welcome you to this cheeky journey of sensual shadow play as we claim our liberated authentic expression through expanded pleasure and playful embodiment as a new default for living and loving. Hello, cosmic lovers. Welcome here. How are you doing? How are you feeling? <laughs> wow, we are riding some intense cosmic waves, eh? What a time to be alive. What a time that our souls have chosen to be here. And I know this is something that we can say for every era that has ever taken place on this planet. And yet, here we are with our unique purpose in this unique flow of life. <laughs> and in the Scorpio light, the Scorpio season that sun has just moved into, we are brought to the core of it, into the underworld, into the dark corners of our soul, our psyche, into the depth of what it means to be a human. Some of you might know I'm a Scorpio rising, <laughs> so this is the energy that I'm very familiar with. And actually both of Scorpio's rulers are in my first house, so it's pretty much as Scorpio rising as it gets. <laughs> you might think we would get used to the intensity in life, and I do believe that we do build up some kind of a resilience i think this is actually one of the qualities that as humans we are here to develop more of especially in times like this and at the same time what does resilience mean you know scorpio is often seen as this stingy hardcore tough restless just you know powerful in a very masculine way but in reality or shall i say astrology <laughs> scorpio is, is a feminine sign it is the second water sign of the zodiac the one that brings fixation to this element it is the steel waters those that come from the core of the earth from the darkness that provides the fertile soil, the depth of us. 
And if Cancer, the first water sign of the zodiac, is connected to our childhood conditionings, our the way that we developed a sense of safety, the nurturance that we received from the world and our parents, our upbringing, our early childhood environment, the home, the roots, the lineage, how emotionally safe it was to feel the feels and express them, how safe and encouraged was it to be in tune with our intuition, what was our perception of the feminine natures in us. <laughs> I'll leave this in. You know where I come from, you, we say that if you sneeze, it's true. <laughs> and it is true. This is the base of us, the fourth house, Cancer. It is the inner self, the most private parts of us. How safe was it for us to express them? And then the second sign, the progression of the Scorpio, is where things lay low. The curve gets flatter, let's say. What was not able to come out is stored in the underworld that the Scorpio rules. The parts of us that we felt like we needed to repress or that were repressed by the external, by those who we thought we can trust the most, and now we learn that we cannot, that world does not operate in just light and love of what our souls know at the core of us, with the remembrance that as little babies we came onto this earth with such innocence. And the world starts molding that. And we get imprinted, shame, guilt, rejection, we experience the painful aspects of love. Not less valuable at all, just different, worldly. The kind of pain that, at the core, our souls do not know. And yet, they chose to experience it here. And so the domain of Scorpio is to bring us back to the essence of this repressed, rejected, shame shadowy pieces of ourselves that are equally desiring and deserving of love and acceptance. Because at the core of all of the pieces of ourselves that we don't like to look at, that are not comfortable to face, the fears, the doubts, the insecurities, the ways that we have felt betrayed and we felt like we are not able to trust, so we needed to develop certain coping mechanisms to not allow love in because perhaps we have learned it was not safe and I'm sure this is kind of like this is this is the blueprint of life on earth these are the soul lessons that we all came here to experience and because most of them are relational whether it's through our upbringing mother wound, father wound or perhaps it goes way past that into your lineage through the epigenetics, all of the trauma that has been transferred through your DNA. The science is proving how fucking real that is. All of the irrational fears, the phobias, the blockages that you have perhaps felt your whole life, the limitations that don't make sense yet are so real to your system. 
where do they come from? Perhaps we're not able to find answers in the surface level of the cancer domain, which would be the family unit. Again, we got to dig deeper. And that's where Scorpio takes us into the unconscious, the subconscious terrain that holds that remembrance that our minds are often not even able to reach towards. You know, one of the rulers of Scorpio is Mars. Mars, that is the physical aspect of our being too. It is how we do things, how we go about it, how we can use our energies to go towards what we desire, how we bring things into physical manifestation, of course, in a holistic alignment with the rest of our parts of being, desires that are not just ego-driven, desires that come from an alignment of different levels of consciousness within us, the desires of the heart, the desires of the soul, the desires that are deeply rooted in our wounds. I wanted to say wounds, but I said wounds, which makes a lot of sense. (laughs) The domain of the shadows. This is where Scorpio brings that deep healing that happens in relations to others and with others. Because most of our wounding has been done through relationships of whatever kind. That was, I think, the note that I was going into before, but then I drifted, and here we are, everything being circular and cyclical. Even if it's not rooted in the memory of the family upbringing, it can go beyond, and not only through the lineage of your ancestors, what they have experienced, what kind of trauma has bonded them how our souls are working together to bring that deeper collective healing through different generations. And yet here you are, possibly the most awakened to what the healing of your lineage means than any of your ancestors before. Yet, what is your responsibility? What burdens? And pains are truly yours to carry. Do we really have to feel them all, go through them all, resolve them all, fix it? Or are we simply here to surrender into the embrace of love, allowing the healing to occur naturally once we open up to these tender pieces? Perhaps it's not really as much as we need to do. Scorpio brings the teachings of presence and truth. How can we be face to face with that pain, with the stories, yet not bite into them? Find kinkiness and lightness. Scorpio is about pleasure. What else is hidden in the pain? And if you've been around my blog for a while, you know that I often say that for me, pain is just another spectrum of pleasure. For me, they're one and the same, and they're essence. And that's the invitation of the Scorpio energies. What is at the essence of things? What is at the core? 
the core of your desires, whether it's a desire to have a beautiful house where you feel safe and nurtured and inspired, or to be in a partnership that feels so loving and expanding, or you want a new job that feels so deeply purposeful. Whatever it is, what is at the core? What is driving, what is fueling your desires? This is the Mars, the Mars that fuels. And yet, what your human design promises is that you will always have the energy to go towards what it is for you to go towards. What is right for you. It's all written in the stars and in your energetic blueprint. And sure, we could argue here what is free will in all of that. And I think it's a beautiful balance of many factors. But for the sake of Scorpio teachings... The freedom lies in acceptance, in allowance, in non-resistance of the truth, of what is present, of what is arising, of what, where love wants to flow. And love wants to flow in all of the crevices of your being, especially those that you don't like, that you want to disown. There's so much newfound power and glory and pleasure when we allow ourselves to go into these spaces that feel scary. What are the parts of you that you don't like showing to others? What are the parts of you that you don't like yourself in? This is where the healing lies. And like I started this story like two times before, <laughs> it can go beyond lifetimes. It can be carried through from past lives. And that's the progression of the water signs as well, where the next water sign, the mutable water sign of Pisces, that, that sits in the 12th house, that is the portal between the physical and the astral, that brings that connection with the transcendental, that which goes beyond what we know as life on earth. And Scorpio is, in a way, also the doorway between your emotionality as a human and your emotional infinity as a soul. But this brings me to question, does our soul have emotions? <laughs> that would be an interesting one to discuss. I would love to hear from anyone who feels called to chip into this one. And I don't know. I don't know if it's unique for humans to have emotions, but whatever the answer may be, we are here to experience that. This is what makes us alive, to be able to feel, allowing our feelings to move us, allowing our shadows, our triggers to show us the way into more expansion, into more embrace of who we are. Because with all of the shaming and guilt tripping and repressing, we have repressed so much golden potential of our soul and our heart and our humans so much beauty of what it means to be your authentic self, so many dreams, so many desires that perhaps you've been told are not okay, are shameful, are uh, unrealistic. And Scorpio's like, fuck that. 
Fuck that. <laughs> you know, Scorpio is the archetype of the sacred slut. One that knows the power of your full-on expression. One that is rooted in your life force energy. One that is deeply connected to your pleasure. This is why Scorpio is a sign of sexuality and intimacy. The intimacy part that literally says intimacy as into me you see. Into the vulnerable, tender, raw parts of your soul and your human. Bringing them to the light of day. To be owned. To be reclaimed. To be integrated. To give you even more power, the pure power of your, of your innate beauty. All of the parts that were, you thought were wrong. And, you know, this is something that I live with. One of my core woundings is this irrational belief that is so deeply ingrained in me that there's something wrong with me, that I'm not a good human. And so I go in all of the ways to prove myself and push and try more and feel shitty because I don't feel like I'm serving enough and doing enough. And like I need to just own, not own, um, deserve my place on earth. And I have to be very mindful that I'm not acting in my spiritual service, in my offerings from this space of overgiving so that I can feel worthy of being here. No, <laughs> I'm here to give because that's the natural flow of my being, the way that I most authentically express in constant creation because this life force is the essence of me. And that's why Scorpio connects us to our sexuality. Once we are able to create the intimacy with ourselves and life to be able to go into these most tender places of our being, to access the sexual power. And that's not only in sexual acts, but in the way that we are able to circulate our life force within our system, to bring that aliveness. And like, <laughs> what I believe is that so much sexual repression and shaming has been done conditioned to us over centuries because of the power, because the need to control, especially for women, the feminine beings, that, you know, we have an innate sacred access to these fluids with our menstrual cycles, with, oh my God, the fruits of our heart that are our breasts, the limitless pleasure potential that lives inside our bodies and that's true for any kind of bodies really there's something special about a female body that is really coded with the most juicy codes of pleasure that are the portals to the divine and again 
you may know that this is something that I'm extremely passionate about and this is the direction that I feel like cosmic aspirations are growing and going more and more with each month, with each cycle of the death and rebirth, the scorpionic themes that, you know, as I go in my personal lives, my business goes too. And so often, you know, I'm even initiated into it from what I'm creating with this platform. But anyway, Scorpio also connects us to the ways that the power has been abused. The power that was used over someone instead of using it to rise together in this healing and intimacy, to merge. That's the key word of Scorpio energy. Scorpio wants to merge with others, but not from a place of you're my better whole. No, it's like with your darkness and light and my darkness and light, we merge into even bigger wholeness. We melt into the truth of the infinite soul's that we are. And now, I've been contemplating about that because living in Bali, in the spiritual community, yada, yada, you know, there's often a lot of talk of like, oh, we are a part of God and, you know, we are all this oneness. And yes, we understand that. We've heard about that. But how do we live it? How do we integrate this knowing, this remembrance? Can you actually feel it? How do you act? with it i don't often (laughs) i judge others i forget about my divinity i forget about like i get caught up in my everyday bullshit and overthinking processes of how am i gonna get a house and oh my god where the good man and (laughs) oh my god like look at this excessive thing on my tummy and like you know all of these human parts and If I was able to remember I'm God all the fucking time, but actually embody it and live it, well, that's what we're striving for in a way. But not to the expense of spiritually bypassing and rejecting these darker parts of us that need to have an equal seat at a table of love and acceptance. And even when I'm resistant to going into my spiritual practice when I feel overwhelmed and I go into panic and, you know, this complaining how I'm not receiving the abundance that I desire and this is not to my liking and all of that ego stuff. How do I not condemn my ego for being a little human? How can I accept and flow with the resistance? It's not about transcendence. Scorpio is not so much about rebirth as much as it is about death. Death. But the way that not many of us understand death, not death as it's over for you, bitch. (laughs) Not death as in grief and sorrow. But death as just another portal into more of life. We have no fucking idea what happens after we die. We have some theories, but unless you allow yourself to die, you will never truly know. And I don't believe any of us are dying masterfully. (laughs) Even as a very strong Scorpio energy, I don't like dying. My subconsciously, I love intensity. 
I'm good with intensity. I attract a lot of intensity. Let's leave the question of like, is it because I feel like that's what I deserve <laughs> out of the picture for now? It's definitely a factor though. But also Scorpio can get a little bit attached of like only through intensity we can thrive and transform and grow and expand which I see as another trap of this healing process, often thinking that we need to hold on to pain and recreate painful, triggering situations so that we can feel, because so many of us have been numbed with all of the coping mechanisms. How do you numb yourself? How do you run away from truly feeling the feels? And when I say that, it is not in journaling the story more or talking to more people about all of the shitty things that you've been going through, even though, yes, those can have beautiful realizations and breakthroughs. But feeling the feels, it's not about feeling and feeding the story. It's about feeling the emotions, the raw expression of them in the body, the heat, the sweat, the heaviness, the fogginess, the pinching, the anxiety. What are the physical sensations and where in the body do they reside? What does the energy look like? Does it have a color? Does it come with a taste, with a sound? What are the patterns in which this energy is residing or moving in your body? Feel the emotions through embodiment and then move them. Again, not crying to, oh my God, I'm not receiving this. Uh -huh, what the fuck? Even though I'm in this loop often, I'm not going to lie. It comes as a frustration and anger for me as a manifesting generator. And knowing your design, knowing your charts, it really gives a context not to feed into the stories even further, but to actually be able to recognize when we spiral in and out in uncontrolling ways so that we can find our center. But even when you spin out, how can you go for it? How can you be gloriously, consciously dramatic in it? I think that's a twist that, not that it's unique to cosmic aspirations, but I don't see many people um, guide into your emotional experience in that way. They're like, yes, release the emotions so that we can come on the other side of it you know, so that we can release them. No, Scorpio is not here to release. It's a fixed water. It is here to be in the experience without judgment. And it's not about holding on to the pain. It is about letting go in the pain because it is the holding, the perception, the story attaching, the mental chatter that creates the suffering. But the suffering is the choice. The pain is actually not suffering itself. It is not suffering by default. You know, I'm, if you've ever done any plant medicine ceremonies and you purge and you puke into that bucket, how fucking great does it feel? <laughs> it feels amazing. I recently done combo, the froggy medicine. And, you know, it gives you a lot of physical discomfort, pain. But is it suffering? No, it's not. Because we attached a different story to it. 
You see, it's really about the way that our mind spins and colors the situation. And this is the power that we get to bring into the shadowy pieces that bring us this discomfort in our lives, the patterns that we have been repeating. What are the constant triggers in your life? Where do you keep getting stuck? What are the stories that keep looping? And how can you allow the story to just be the portal into feeling, into going deeper to, again, the essence, the energetic core of what is being asked to be loved? Scorpio energy is the shaman. It's the psychic, the witch and the mystic. It is the alchemist, but not one that goes into disowning one that puts it all into the same bucket, knowing that one is not superior than or inferior to the other. There are no high vibes, low vibes. It's just fucking vibes. And we get to flow through them in cyclical ways, as cyclical creatures that we are. We get to play in the shadows. We get to get fucking kinky but not in another way of coping and escaping the reality, but in a way that allows us to sink even deeper, to get to the truth and the pleasure that lies at the core of it all. And this is where my mastery lies in guiding you in cosmic explorations, in cosmic coaching, even through one-time sessions, in a way. Even though, you know, one-time sessions are usually the roadmap that we give to the mind so that it can rest upon the wings of trust and surrender. Because so often, like I said, the mind is the one that's going to dictate how you, masterfully you can ah, flow. And so you use the power of the mind without, again, disowning and rejecting the mind. No, the mind gets to have its little playtime too. But to what capacity, with what colors, in what sense? This is where astrology, human design, gene keys assist so powerfully and beautifully, in my opinion. But again, they're just the maps. They're just the playground. There's so much more to discover once we dive into this through the embodiment, through the meditation. As a Scorpio, I'm not here to bypass the subconscious. That's where we go through energetic work. That's where the true reprogramming happens. And so that we can merge, merge with that which our souls truly desire, the seed desire of our souls, the merging with the divine, by finding this divinity in the places <laughs> that we see as the least divine. So that is my invitation to you now and always. <laughs> and as always, I'm here if you want to explore deeper through the realms of cosmic aspirations. This is a part of my dharma. This is my wholehearted service and I live for these deep meaningful connections so thank you for being here 
Thank you for sharing this podcast, the episodes that touch your heart, spreading the love, giving the five-star review, and even a written one is if you desire. Um, no, but truly, um, every share, every feedback of just letting me know how it felt for you, what it brought for you, it really means a lot to me. I'm here to bounce as a good Libra that I am, but with a Scorpio rising, you know, I'm here to go even deeper and further. All right. So until next time, I love you. Oh, wait, there's something else that I want to say. <laughs> Always. I am aware that Cosmic Coaching Space requires investment, requires that devotional energy behind it that is infused with trust and surrender to the unknown yeah that yet it holds that intuitive knowing that this is the direction this is the support system that you're guided to embrace and receive at this point of your life yet and this is something that is a little bit um yeah further along your path or just doesn't feel like the right next step at this time yet you want to connect with me deeper like I said one time sessions are always obviously an option but I also have group spaces and master classes for an extremely affordable um, entry point if you still want to play and go deeper and so there's central shadow play master class that was actually held last year yet you know I took it recently for myself and I felt like I was so deeply held by it and so much uncovered, aware I'm still repressing, where I'm still rejecting, where I'm still holding on to painful patterns that are not serving me. And so this masterclass, it's around two hours and it has a theoretical part of like even guiding you into what are the shadows and how can we lovingly play with them and at the same time it's infused with juicy guided reflection so that you know oftentimes we need to be in a space where we're able to open up so it prepares you for this honest reflection and then guides you through a powerful embodiment dance where you're able to feel them through your body and create the energetic opening and yeah you have the link to more information for it in the show notes below but then there's also the second space that took place at the beginning of this year it used to be called cosmic explorations gang which was a live uh, a live three months journey with an addition of a fourth month but now it is called the Art of Embodied Astrology Bundle because I feel like it really covers the essentials of what it means to live an embodied kind of astrology, how to play with astrological knowledge and wisdom in a very practical and, um, uh, what's the word? Applicable way. And there are four chapters and especially the first one that starts with sacred desires, which is something that we're guided to recognize. The sacred desire, the essence of our desires, that energy that fuels all of our other desires to dig deeper, to allow our desires to illuminate our path ahead. And so 
the art of embodied astrology course can be you know you can take it as a bundle of this beautiful four chapters that build a foundation and i have more information in the show notes and on the website too but you can also just go into one of the modules where that's the sacred desire creating safety through embodied wealth or kinky communication with all the levels of your being there are many options And the bonus of the bundle also guides you in the meditation into the past life remembrance, which is also something that we're working with right now. And yeah, there's the Taurus honoring moment there. uh, That is a beautiful preparation and guidance through this Taurus eclipse that is coming up in November. If you're listening to this as it's happening, as the podcast episode is released, So yeah, plenty of places to play, plenty of places for the sensual shadow play. Thank you for dancing along. I love you. And for reals this time.